Welcome back to The Mortgage Brew. Get ready for an episode that's brewing with inspiration of real estate expertise. Today, we're sitting down with Brandon and Jessica DeFossis, the power couple behind an impressive real estate empire. From flipping houses to building a thriving rental portfolio, join us as we unlock the secrets to their success and learn how they are shaping our community one property at a time. All right, well, we're at it. Jessica, Brandon, how are you guys doing? We are doing great. I'm doing good. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for coming on. I mean, it's, I honestly, um, I'm, I'm inspired by what you guys have done for our community. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about it, uh, being intrigued on ways I can be better, but also giving that insight off to our listeners so that they can learn how to be better at investing in real estate. So first off, let's, let's do some introductions. Brandon, do you want to start? Sweet. Yeah. Um, so I am almost 31 now, so we're, I've been doing real estate Getting for, <laughs> what is it, real estate for since 2018. So that's however many years that is, five years. Right around. Five years. Five yeah. years, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, uh, we got started. I was, I was a single agent on my own, and uh, my wife, was. she just recently graduated from college as a marketing major, and she got a job with a healthcare company, and I was doing real estate, and uh, I, was, I was doing okay. I feel like I was doing all right, and then... My wife, like, she thought, like, we had a really good month. Like, I, I had a really good month. And then she's like, yeah, I'm not doing my job anymore. I'm going to go ahead and start real estate with you. <laughs> I need to jump on board. <laughs> and so, and she just, so what she did, though, is when, when we were talking about it, she saw a, like, a, a, a gap in the market in that time frame of, of marketing. There was really just no, in Pocatello, um, particularly, there was no, like, social media yeah. marketing that was really taken off. That, I mean, that's true. I think social media is such an open window for, for mm. realtors and lenders like myself where we can really get a good customer base from and right. put advice out there. So, man, honestly, Jessica, you have killed it with when it Thank comes you. to marketing and social media. So I love watching your stuff. Um, she has, what, three different channels that you have on social media. So you have your, your Hey Pokey. Uh-huh. Hey, Pokey has a startup. Okay. And then your out of home, which Idaho. is your normal real estate. Yeah, out of home real estate. That's it. Right? And that's it. Well, okay. and then just and then like our personal ones. accounts. Okay. But. Yeah, but you guys post constantly on this. Yeah. So yeah, touch on that. Touch on what you, how, how are you using um, your marketing background? So you got a degree in marketing? Yes. So I how are you using that degree to better um, the industry that you guys are building, or the empire that you guys are building? I think I can sum up my whole college experience in like one sentence and Mm -hmm. it's marketing is basically just bringing value to your target audience yeah providing value for them so if you start with that as the base and just build everything else around that people just kind of come to you and um you're right it is super valuable especially in this in the industry we're in yeah to be able to do that. Like we, we have never once paid for a lead. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is incredible. Well, it is. And you know, honestly, I think it's, it's, we need to use it to our benefit. Yeah. Like people before it, they had to use a newspaper. They had to go get the newspaper to find out what houses were on the market. Like it was not as accessible as it is today. So using it at your fingertips, right? As long as you're putting the info out there. As long as you're putting the info out there. So I I won't go on that and we'll get back to the focus of, um, investing and kind Mm -hmm. of where I wanted to get the conversation with you guys, but Mm -hmm. specifically on putting the information out there, I think a lot of people, um, get lost in the fact that their first or second post 
didn't generate anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they don't want to be consistent. Yeah. yeah uh, Jessica's always getting, she always gets mad at me if she's like, I, I, that video didn't, that video didn't hit like I was supposed to. I'm like, <laughs> well, sorry, I don't it's know. It's a mind game. <laughs> it really is a mind game. Like I understand it. It is a mind game. <laughs> it's a mind game. So I completely understand it. But if, if we want to be social media influencers or use social media to benefit our businesses, yeah. um, we have to be consistent. And Correct. I think you do a great job at, at doing that and, and being very vocal on, on um, Instagram and, and Facebook from what I can see. So, Thank you. All right. So let's start. So what was it or what was in the journey? What, what began the journey of getting you guys into property, man, property management and flipping houses? What was it that, that changed your focus from just being a realtor of selling a home to investing in this side of it? So the very first one. So um, when did we do that first our first flip was it after we sold our house and we were just waiting to build and we i think so yes our very first flip i didn't really have any plans like i we wasn't like phyllis yeah we named do you phyllis. name all your houses well, yeah uh, for, for a while we did but nice. then it got too much yeah. we just, i'm like what do you mean you're buying another flip <laughs> we didn't name this last one yet <laughs> so the first one we did we just sold our house so we had a bunch of cash um just kind of chilling and uh, we were waiting to build our house so right. we just were kind of just in between well, I was like, well, shoot, that someone, someone asked me about this house. They're like, do you want to buy it? And I'm like, well, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I just bought it. Because yeah. I was like, well, I could use this cash that I just made to do this flip. And then yeah. should be done in the time frame that my house is done. So I, you and, know, we, and we did the numbers over and over and over. And to me, it almost felt like a trap. I'm like, why, well, why isn't anybody else doing it? It was we an off-market deal. And, and the numbers were numberings. We're yeah. like... The math was math. The math was math. So, so I was almost scared. Like, is there something wrong with it? That's why right. nobody else is doing it. Well, I think that's a fear that you have it, to have. Totally. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. And so that was our first like plunge. We took that. I did. I, I learned a lot of things that to not do, to not have me do a lot of the work. That was one right. thing. I'm like, I'm gonna hire. And not out. that it was bad. It just, just took up so much of his time. He could have been spending his time finding other flips. Yeah, you it. have to account yeah. for how much time you're right. putting in because you, you're right. you're here to make money off of yeah. flips, right? Like I would, yeah. Like the amount of money I was saving versus what I was not making, it's right. not even close. It, it doesn't match. even compare. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, I was like. Yeah, it was an awesome house. I actually wish we would have kept like it was, know, so, it was such a cool house. house. But I would live there. so we ended up selling that. We made our money, um, and then from there, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. So yeah. then it kind of just turned into a ball of like, okay, we had that cash that we used. We made this cash, and so now I can put that cash back into the next, next one, house. and just kind of roll it. And then obviously, as you get bigger and as you have more properties. Um, it kind of just turns into a really big spinning wheel and you kind of just have to be able to control, you know, you're controlling the wheels. You got to control the wheel, but you also got to know when you're closing and things yeah. like that. Cause it can get a little dicey. If you so start what, do you, getting... what do you use? How, do you have a calendar or do you, do you guys just no keep it in your head? Oh brain. my gosh. Brain um, <laughs> so I just, and right now, so like right now we're doing okay. We only have uh, three flips going yeah. right now, so it's okay. But like, there's been times when we've had like five or six going at a time. Yeah. And so there's a lot of money out. Right. You've got to know when you're closing. You've got to know when what you're doing, how much it's going. Like there's a lot of money just kind of circling. Right. So you can lose a lot of money if you don't pay attention. So, so how fast do you start looking for that the next property? If when if you're I'm in the middle, looking. you're always looking. No matter where you are in the stage of, of the flip yeah, process. Yeah, because here's the deal. Like if there's one that comes up and I have the money on hand to do it, and 
I can hold off onto it for a couple months and then go do it, then right. I'll do it if it's okay. a good deal. You gotcha. know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's got to be a killer deal for me to do that. But right. I, it, anyone texts me, I'm like, yeah, I'll go look I'll at l- it. I'll at least look at it. Give I'll it, at least give, look at it and right. say, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Right. So I think we need to back up and talk about the apartment complex because that's okay. really how we got into okay. management. Yeah. Okay. And so, this, yeah. And this, this really opened my eyes and like changed my, I had a, re- a, a big scarcity mindset. Yeah. And this, completely changed the way I thought about money going forward. It, it kind of just like fell in our laps, honestly. Yeah, we got we, a buddy. We were doing the Parade of Homes. It mm-hmm. must have been 2019 Parade mm-hmm. of Homes. Yep. And Nick Jensen, yeah. Spring Creek Builders. Um, An awesome builder. So he's yeah. amazing. He's a good builder. And he's, he's also our neighbor. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have to say that since we he's our neighbor. We kind of He asked us to come do the parade one of his one of his parade houses okay. be there and well, help, speaking help of out pastor here one of his homes won this year too, yeah right? yes, yes, yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so yeah. yeah um so we both we both were at the same house and nick was there uh i remember him making a comment like i like you guys you're you're thinking about my long-term money and you're thinking and he pointed to me you're thinking about my short-term money yeah. because we had been like helping him talk with some people about building a house. And then while, while Brandon was with them talking about building, I took their kids in the garage and played with their kids in the garage. And so, um, he, he had said he was thinking about building an apartment complex and he wanted a partner on it just to release some liability. Yeah. So him and Brandon really started getting talking about that. And from what I remember, our involvement of like, like starting it up was like pretty much just finding the land right. and then finding some hard money lenders. Yeah. And then again, the math was mathing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, like, what does he want from us? Like this, this seems too, I feel like I'm doing something too easy. too easy. <laughs> why, why does he want us to be a part of it? Right. Like, what do we have to bring to the table? Well, I think it goes back to what Brandon said. Like there's a point in time where, um, you've got the thought process, you've got the idea, but you need someone else to be the boots on the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. like Nick, if exactly. you find the land, Nick will get a bill if, right. it, if the price is right. So like that's why it's like like now that's like go ahead. I don't I don't want to jump no, too you, far. You but, go ahead. Yeah, so like that's where Nick is at. Like he's busy enough to where if he finds something, he'll let me know, or if he has some other partners, he'll let them know. But like. Right. If if I find the land and it and the math maths, so then we're doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. But the very first one, I remember being like, "What just happened? Like, you're, so we, you're so, telling me we get to be partners on this for what? For helping? <laughs> for who? For what? <laughs> so then, so then we got to go and Nick built them, and um, we we were able to list them to sell to investors. Sweet. And Brandon was he did this in a really intelligent way, in my opinion, in the contract when we sold them, it was that it was, they, they agreed that we would manage it for one for, year for, nice. for nice. one year for 10%. And then they can renew with us if Afterwards, we did a good job. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's super so smart. So he like created a job for himself. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. So I created an income and then obviously luckily uh, we're at a residual almost, income. Like you, yeah. you had your income yeah, off of we the Yeah, we created a yeah. residual. Exactly. And obviously that's another company I had to start, but right. like, right. and now it's gotten a lot bigger, but it's nice because that is like, I call it the economy proof job. Right. So, we have that, um, and it. I had no idea what I was doing. I had to talk to my lawyer a bunch to make sure I was in in the right on a bunch of things. Um, but yeah, it was nice because it was a brand new facility, and I was able to manage it. And now, I'm, how many how many units are in that one? So that one has thirty six units. Thirty six. Okay. And so we now manage over a hundred, though. <laughs> Goodness gracious! So, yeah, you guys. But got we team. only do it because we have the help of. Yeah. We have we have Terry and Janae. And yeah, then, uh, yeah, you got a good team. We got a great yeah, handyman, yeah. and yeah, so it's almost. I'd got to do office work, you know, every day a little bit with it, but for the most part, it's out of my hands. It runs. So, 
but that's honestly as an as an entrepreneur um, someone that wants to build success on top of success that's the only way to do it right yeah. you, you need to have a team that that does the grunt work yeah um, and they're valuable oh no, I don't think they're not valuable no I would um, die you, without you, them yeah but it's your ideas <laughs> that, that matters the most for what yeah. you can put into it right? correct so, no, yeah. completely understand completely 100% yeah so we hit on this a little bit because um, you both kind of played a role in what your benefits were on this transaction right like you were playing with the kids you kept the kids happy but you were short you were short-term gains and he was looking at the long term um, let's let's dive into that a little bit further so um, as a duo team, husband and wife, number one props for being um, entrepreneurs together as husband and wife. I love my wife, and I think we would do good together, but I'm always scared of those situations, you know? You know what? You're Honestly, we, we work together a lot more when like when it was just us and no kids. Yeah. But now that we have kids, like, we really don't work together. Yeah. Like, it's like do your she, thing, she does her thing. She has her job, I have my job. Right. And Before it was a lot, we'd work on the same file together. Yeah. Well, how do you and play that now? Like, so, so break that down. So what are you doing now um, to keep such a, a wonderful business running? Because now it's technically two businesses. So what are you doing now um, separated? And then how does that correlate to each other? So start with you, Jessica. Honestly, I feel like it was a pretty harsh learning curve yeah. for us. Um, once, once we got our kids, we got both our kids in 2020, and it was a, it was a... Uh, it, was a hard, a it was a hard right yeah, turn in yeah. our daily operations of life. Um, before that, we both we both had our own clients, and we both helped each other where we needed okay. on the files. And we would work. It was it was like 2019, 2020 when the market was just like absolutely insane. Yeah. We both would work. Did you have a TC or a transaction we coordinator? Did not. No, so no. It was just we, you two. We both were working like 12 to 16 hours a day. Oh my no, gosh. no, like literally, I remember a summer I was like, I just work all day. What you is do? Going on? And, like, and, and it was year? both of us yeah. all day long. It was a really good year, but like it was I also started in, in lending that year, so I didn't have as much of a, um, I didn't have as many referrals, but, but yeah, it, was it was crazy. Busy, right? Yeah, it was busy. busy. Yeah. So then um, we adopted our daughter, had our son, and I obviously was not <laughs> working 16 hours a day anymore. Well, you were so, doing that as a mom, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And so um, poor poor Brandon, that first little yeah, bit just, was... Because I, I took uh, uh, where I had, I literally had all uh, half the help and then no help. Yeah. And, like, you were, and it was prime which, time. I mean, it, it was prime time. Yeah. So yeah. I just had to work all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was just what it was. And it kind of sucks because I missed a little bit of my, my yeah. being, like, but I had to do it. Yeah. You, yeah. So yeah. what do you do now? It's so just survival you, mode. So um, now I'm obviously momming yeah. all day, every day. Uh, I, I will show houses and meet clients yeah. if Brandon needs help. Yep. But more so, I'm momming and I'm marketing from home. Yeah. And that, yes. that fits, right? It totally yeah. fits. Yeah, it works out really well for us. So I do literally everything else. Well, yeah. And we have a transaction coordinator, <laughs> you do Terry, Terry Pearson. Yeah, we do have a great She's transaction coordinator. Yeah, we have a great chance. But yeah, all like the physical, like yeah. me out there, like that's... Yeah, if, you see out of, if you see out of home reality, you see Brandon. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's yeah. really not yeah, Jessica yeah. anymore. People know that Jessica's a part of it. You see me on Instagram. You see, you see yeah, Brandon yeah. in yeah. real life. And look, it fits, right? It works. Yeah, most people are cool with it. Yeah, Look, I ask. I always ask Jess if it's like one of her friends. I'm like, you want to go show him? And she's yeah. like, Yeah, sure, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just tell him I said, "Hey, <laughs> tell him I said, hey. I'll FaceTime you." <laughs> well, good. I mean, that that fits for all scenarios. So, um, let's go back to your investment properties or your flip yep. properties. Um, when you go, when you do go out mm-hmm. and you look at a home, so you, we already discussed that it doesn't matter when it comes available. You're going to look at it, right? There's Correct. no timeline yeah. on that side. Yeah. So what are you looking for? What, what is it in the investment property or the flip property that you're saying, okay, this actually will work? So number one, I mean, obviously the biggest thing is always price, right? Like yeah. that's, I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not even going to even really look into it if someone t- messages me and tells me that of a price that I already know it's going to be way too high. Yeah. Number two, location. Location's a really big one for me because I've been burned and I've also made a lot of money um, just by having a good or bad location. Um, and then obviously when it comes to the house itself, just the majors, the roof, the foundation, the plumbing, the electrical, uh, the furnace, those are the, the big money spends. Right. Like those windows. are. What was that? Windows. Did you say windows? windows? Yeah, windows are windows are. Uh, I, I mean, they're, they're also something to look at as well. So, you look at the the shape of the house, obviously, and then you look at the location and you look at the price. Yeah. Nine out of ten times, they want too much, and right. I'm just like, yeah, it's not going to work. You know, <laughs> they're, what I mean? they're still in 2020. Right. Yeah. Hundred exactly. percent. And like that's, like I mean, we were picking up houses for, and you know the 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 funny part is like, I mean, I still can't believe we were picking them up for that price. They were like a hundred and. 40, 150, right. and they were just completely trashed. Yeah. And so the funny, like, it's, it's funny because you're, you're spending that much money on a house, but it's, you know, you are able to resell it, but it, it's at the market price. And it's, you know, it's, it's nice because I love that a lot of our flips are first time home buyer styles. Right. right. Um, and so it's, you know, in that under 300 range. Right. And so you, it's really cool because, like, all these first time home buyers can get like a sweet house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, yeah, you guys do great work. Because no one's gonna, no one's gonna buy that house that had like. There's very few people in 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 town that are gonna go pick up that house and make it pretty. So it's it's just an uninhabitable house at this point. So right. it's just gonna sit there until someone picks it up. So you kind of have to get it for the right price and make sure that you don't go you know negative on it. And, do you guys own solely base these decisions off of your opinions, or do you have like uh, people yeah? No, I have I have uh, so I have contractors a nice. lot, and I'm at the point now where I can walk through and I can know. see it too. Yeah. yeah, but before I had to be like, hey, let's get a bid, let's figure it out. And if it's a big, big one, like yeah. we've had somewhere, I mean, it's like top to bottom redo. I mean, we're talking rip everything out, like the floor, the joists, like everything. And that's one where I'm like, all right, we need to we need to get some actual numbers into here. But I can walk in and be like, okay, I know the lecture is going to be eight to ten thousand. You know what I mean? Just kind of you, you can, can roll through it that way. Yourself, You're yeah. going to have a few surprises, but well, I think that's real estate, right? Yeah, a few surprises are going to come. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, and where now I have legitimate contractors that I can hire out as well. So it's like I have an actual electrician, I have an actual plumber. Nice. You know what I mean? Things like yeah. that. So you kind of know what your price is. Does are. that help your timeline on completion now that you have Yes, that? but contractors are so slow. That's just well, how it goes. It is. And, and, and it's crazy to think that uh, I, I feel like build has has slowed down, right? Mm-hmm. But they are still busy. Oh yeah, there's still there's still tons of work and that's it's just what it is. Like I'm not you know. Well, I know, and I think everybody sees it and it just to put a put an asterisk on this, um, if you're listening and you haven't experienced this before, just understand that you're going to exper- experience delays in this process 100%. because it's it is it is what it is. Hundred percent of the time. Yeah, hundred percent of the time. I don't think I've ever done a flip on time. Yeah. Even our personal home build was like, a, what a year? A year yeah, late? it took well, a year. That was year. that was other that was external factors. But it was yeah. also COVID and COVID stuff. weather because we get enough of weather here and not yeah. so that yeah. that helps our situation. So yeah, yeah I mean, I've, I don't, I literally don't think I've ever had a flip like get on like I'm like, hey, I want to get this done on the first of July. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even set dates anymore? I'm like, ah, no. Nah. I'm like, just get it done. done by the end of the summer. <laughs> just get it done when you can, hopefully. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at. And obviously, that's not a great strategy. You need to be a little well, bit better on that. But I mean, there, it's also I can't when I've got a good crew. I don't want to. I'm not going to fire them. So. And you don't want you don't want to be you know hammering them down either. No, you know because you want good solid work. Right. So yeah. I mean, if I have to, and that's the thing where you when you plan on a flip, that's that's coming back to this. I mean, you've got to plan on 
five to ten thousand dollars of extras that uh, you know depending on the price and depending on the size so i mean that five thousand dollars may be going towards your interest payment if you have a hard money loan on it right so yeah we should talk about the hard money loan let's do it yeah. people are really scared about interest rates right now as you yeah. probably know yeah and um like brandon said he's gonna buy something no matter what right um i i think a big part of that is because we've been using hard money lenders who always charge nine percent nine and a half percent no matter what right so but in your situation it fits it, it works fits. you're we're paying only the interest right until we sell it and then you pay it all off most if, of them are a year we, to two year loans so. if we decide we want to keep it we just refinance it to right. a lower interest rate right. even if it's in the so it it's still lower <laughs> it still looks and good. you know it does suck because the with the new rule with the year yeah. cash out refi so that ties your money up a little bit longer mm-hmm. but i mean but you you know i won't elaborate on that i do think it's a good thing and, no, and not, not for you guys uh, because while well, I think you guys have a good empire, but there's too many investors that are really high fund money. They oh, got a ton yeah. Of money. And mm-hmm. no, they, it's going to slow the market and right. it slows the, the money out. So I, I get it. It's just, yeah. So that's where you've kind of got to make sure that you can either get it sold or you're going to have to hit that money. You don't care about for a year because yeah. you're not going to get it. You have to expect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've had to do a few times now where we just couldn't sell it for what we wanted to sell it for. And I'm like, I'm just going to hold on to it until it's time to that's sell it again. You push it to the second company and say, Hey, we're going to rent this out for you. Right. Well, and that's, <laughs> you know, and as, as long as I'm not losing money, right. I'm fine because I'm like, you know what? I, hopefully, you know, in, in, in real estate world, you should have some value at some point. So, right. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, I think we started watching appreciation values in what, 72? I think it was somewhere around 72. Yeah. Out of that, from 72 to, to this year, there's only been two years that there was a depreciation in home values. Yeah. So the, the values yeah. don't want to go there. Yeah. It might take a little bit longer. I mean, but, right now we're not seeing what we saw in 2020, which honestly, that was that's not, that was not you sustainable. <laughs> you as much as people want to believe that was normal, yeah. that was not normal. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's where, yeah. So like, it's just, you kind of have to plan on, if you're going to do a flip, just have, a plan A and B, right? You've got to have a plan A and B because if you have that money tied up and you're in bad shape, it's going to be a bad year for you. It's going to be so. Yeah. yeah. But as long as you know it, you get into it and you, and you just prepare for, for what's to come. I think it's mm-hmm. a good thing to do. Yep. So, um, horror stories <laughs> without being too specific. Okay. Um, let's give some advice. Just on, you go yours first. <laughs> let's get some advice on where deals have not, maybe not all the way collapsed, but something that was scary and that you were able to come back out of. So I have the best one, but I'll let Jessica go first. You go first. I'll think about. Okay. Well, mine is a real estate, not flip story. So it's a real estate agent story. Um, so I had a client that called, or it was actually a lady that called me. We'll just call her lady. Um, and she called me. She was from out of town and she was looking to buy here. Well, she says she's a cash buyer. She's a little bit older. So it sounds like she was just, you know, ready to, it's almost like a retiree. Right. So it was cool. We were, I was like, yeah, let's get you one. And she, definitely a little different on the phone and weird things like that. But I was, you know, I met her here and we, we went on, we found a house and went under contract and we had an extended closing date and it was for something about her getting her money. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, whatever. That's, that's, you know, if, and she gave me like a legit letter about the money and all that stuff. So we're a week or two out from closing. She's like, Hey, I need to close this. Like, tomorrow oh nice and i'm like oh okay and she's, she's cash so it's already a fast deal yeah, so fast like, that's weird. Like, okay i'm like okay let's do it so, I, as fast as we can, but so okay. I, I get set up with title to get it closed 
And I get a call from the title company that says, hey, and I can't remember what, was it the... No, before that, you got a call from the state... Um, yes, I got this call from the. What are they called? Uh, it was like the financial department of the, the state, like the state like financial the state department. They're like, "Hey, are you working with this client?" Oh my! And I said, "Yeah." And they said, are, "What are they trying to do?" And I said, uh, "We're just working to buy a house." And then I said, "Okay, thank you." And that was it. <laughs> and then Title called me, and they got the same call. And they're like, do you know what that's about? I'm like, I have no idea. This was the day before closing. No, this was like a week before. No, you're, well, confusing, you're, no, you're confusing it. You had somebody random call you and say, are oh, you yeah, yeah. are you so so yes, agent? Yes, I right. am. Okay, uh, okay, thank you. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> and then, so that was like a, maybe a week yes, before. And then, and then the day before closing was you when you this. got the call from the state. Yeah, the state called title. And so anyways, to, to wrap it all around, they, she was being investigated for fraud. Nice. And was trying to use that money to, to buy a house and get rid of it, and was this close? She like, was this. she was stealing the money from like like an elderly person. She went to a, she stole, had, and so the family found out. She had the person like like sign documents so she can oh, get two hundred thousand cash. The family luckily caught wind of it and and like opened this investigation like literally right in time. Yeah, that's so that's crazy. So that insane. was the most. It, it kind of gets worse. It was, so that was that. And then um, there was a bunch of like unpaid, like she didn't ever pay the inspection fee and things like that. Oh, so um, Brandon reaches out to the inspector and said, hey, well, just I, so you I know, this said, is what's going on. You're probably not going to get paid. Just like give, it was like our buddy, like a heads, up, heads yeah. up. You're not going to get paid on this because of X, Y, Z. And so then he let her know. He's like, hey, I, you know, I want to get paid on this. And I don't know how he even got a hold of her. I thought she'd be in jail at this point, but right. obviously not. Oh, well, no, uh, it takes a while once you... <laughs> yeah, so anyway, she then sends me an email saying she's going to sue me for, like, defamation. And I'm like, I'm just stating the facts. She, like, had, I don't she have... had gone to the to some title company and taken pictures of her, like, sitting at the desk, even though she, she we never signed. Yeah. She just... She did everything you could possibly do to make it look like you're about to close a, a property. And That's then, crazy. Yeah, and, it was a wild And thing. she was just, like, the most unsuspecting... Like, she looked like my grandma. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, cute. Yeah, crazy. You, cannot, was crazy, you cannot pick them you, out in the crowd. No, no it, was, it was a wild... Like that, yeah, that was, like, a Whoa, no, <laughs> this awesome. actually happens. This is why we have so many regulations and requirements when it yes. comes to lending. Correct. So totally, if, yeah. if, if you feel like you're being asked for way too many documentations, I mean, I want this everything except your blood type. So Correct. Yeah. This, yes. these stories are wild. Yeah, no, yes. and that's, and I mean, yeah, it was the wildest. It was one of those ones. And obviously there's probably more stuff involved that I can't even remember, but it was like the most stressful week of my life. Uh, that was like, insanity. This is insane. So that like, one totally fell apart, I'm assuming, right? Oh, like it just, 100%. Yeah. Well, literally, like, like, an yes. hour, like an hour before it was supposed to close. Uh, like she like literally signed and everything. Like it was wild. That's crazy. And it was here. In I don't the know how people have that mindset that this is okay to do. Right. That's like, crazy, man. So let's transition this into the good spirit side of, of real estate. <laughs> um, you guys do a ton for our community, whether it's um, collecting canned food, goods. Um, you did stuff for kids that are in foster homes. Let's talk about it. Um, this is the side of real estate that I think a lot of people um, don't look at because of, of your... I wouldn't say following. Well, it is a following. Because of the people you know and the people that you have been able to build a relationship with, the actions that you guys do are seen um, a little bit bigger, right? So it's super nice to see agents such as yourselves that go out and do these community involvements. So let's let's break some of them down. What do you do? Uh, what, are, what are some of the community involvements that you guys do to 
help our community out? Well, first of all, I really believe that real estate absolutely changed our life and the yeah. trajectory of our life. Um, in a, in a lot of ways, yeah. money, like, you know, money, obviously money, yeah. we need money to live and that has helped us do a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I feel like because, because it, we've been so fortunate because of the people who support us, like it's kind of our job to give mm, yeah. back, you know, no, we need to, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, we, we like to take care of our people, um, first of all, but I, I want to go a little beyond that and I, and I'd like to try to grow these things every year. But, um, the first one we do every year is Halloween, which is, which is your favorite. My favorite. <laughs> it is everything. And that is well known on social media. It gives me life. So I love this one. So yeah, we do our, um, haunting for hunger yeah. where I have my three big skeletons set up and a little photo op. And we, we tell people they, they're invited to come take photos with the skellies and come look at them. And we just ask that they donate cans of food or yeah. a dollar or whatever. And nice. so we do that the whole month of October and then bring it all to the Idaho food bank. Um, we've been doing that for, this was three, three, three years. I think, I think that's what you said. This year three was three years. years. Yeah, 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 and you yeah, had a property years. this year. Um, Idaho coffee, right? Didn't they help you with that as yes. well? So that was nice. Yes. Idaho coffee company. Yep. So it's growing. That's, that's what you want. Yes. <laughs> and then the, the thing you do for foster kids. What's yes. That? So, um, obviously we're very passionate right. about this one. We adopted our daughter out of foster care right. and we always tell this story and we will always tell this story is that the first year we had her, the state sent us $30 that extra to buy her Christmas presents. And we were like, okay, we'll buy her some socks. Thanks right. for that. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of just got us thinking like, wow, these kids already lost so much right. in their life. Like they're already experiencing so, experiencing so much loss that let's try to at least give them something special and magical that makes them feel thought of. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and we get a lot of support for this one that obviously we're so grateful right. for. So this was our fifth year doing it and we have grown it every year. Yeah. Um, it's our, it's our, what do we call it? Foster care Christmas fundraiser. We don't, yeah. have, we yeah. don't really have a sexy name for it. We yeah. just call it what it is. It is what but it is. But we it didn't get a logo this year, so that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we sponsor 20 local kids in foster nice. care and we get their list you know they they always give us like this what size clothes they are right. and like general like wants that they have and every year we've been able to get them everything on their list oh, that's we're awesome. getting them phones like yeah yeah we so got a kid cool. a phone this year we're like if you ask for it you're getting it pretty nice. much so because i mean we get so much everyone sends so much money it's awesome yeah, yeah. and, and that's, we, that's and good we have the wish list too yeah it's I cry. I cry every like the whole month. No, oh, you you have experienced it. it firsthand. So I think, um, like some people just, I think they get it and they're appreciative. But you take what your appreciation, you push it back out. Like I think that's a super good quality for, for yeah. you both. So uh, thank you for both of those. I think that's a great thing. But um, and you got you guys do more than just for that for the community. But I know those, those are the two highlights that I see mm-hmm. often. So I'm yeah. definitely definitely thankful. So let's get back into real estate. So you own about. $8 million in your portfolio of real estate, mm-hmm. somewhere hit or miss, um, of which it sounds like there's been 40 to 50 properties that have either been flipped or turned into uh, property management. Correct, yeah. How in the heck did you do this since 2018? Like where? <laughs> to be honest with you, I've got some real, I've had some really great partners yeah. in, in, a, in a lot of them. Um, and Jessica's hasn't told me no yeah. on buying properties. Well, so she's like, seen that his work for the most part. So. so yeah. And so finally she actually told me to slow down a little bit because yeah. the market slowed down. And I wasn't slowed yet. <laughs> so she's like, Hey, you need to chill out. Like, also it's turned into 
it's like 9.30 and he's like, oh, by the way, we need to go sign at 10. I'm like, what are we buying? What are you talking about? So, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just, again, I swear, everyone that asks me, I just say it's the will that I didn't, like you start the will and if you do it right, you can just keep it rolling. You say wheel? Wheel. The wheel. The wheel. wheel. It sounds like you're saying will. I think it takes both. So it's the wheel to push the wheel. Yeah, 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 I like that. So, yeah, like, I mean, you have this spinning wheel of, just a it's kind of just in a revolving door right at this point because if right now and you know this i mean if you hold your money in an account that's dumb you need to put it in something yeah whether it be if you just have money sitting in your bank account that's not even in an interest yeah not even a cd yeah like you like that's stupid yeah so you need to put it in something and i'm always like okay well we have enough cash to live we have enough you know things to do here you know and then i'm like let's do everything else let's just keep moving it around right that's yeah, no, I think I think you hit that spot on. I think if you stop and and just say I'm banking all this money, you're not going to make the same returns you would if you continue to no. flip it. So yeah, I think it's good, and I think it's a good mindset to have that um, building on top of this portfolio is a continuous thing. I'm always the one that's always I'm always fearful. I'm actually reading a book called The Psychology of Money, and it was a good. Um, vision that they put in there. He said, "Don't move the goalpost before you get to the goalpost." Right. So attain your goals. But there's nothing wrong with continuing to build more goals, but right. just obtain your goals and then keep that, keep the old, keep the machine yeah. old. So. And stay like, I'm not someone that's going to be like, Hey, I'm doing 350 flips. Here. I don't have that. I don't want to do yeah. that. Like, that's just too much. That's but right. I'm like, we, I, I stick with the market I'm comfortable with. Right. I've done, you know, I've gone to Idle Falls and I've done a few in Burley and that's about the farthest I've gone. Like, but I'm it not, allows you to be a family man too, right? Yeah. So and I'm like, good. you know, there's a certain point where, you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's just, is like real estate is, I wouldn't say it's monotonous, but it's definitely the same. It's, it's very similar on most transactions. On a large scale view. Correct. Correct. So, I mean, the nice part is, yeah, flips, you're going to run into the same issues, but it's always a different house. It's always, you know, it's just fun. It's yeah. kind of a fun thing to do. So. But you don't get the, that stress or heart attack from it because you've experienced it. So right. that's good to see. Yep. And I'm pretty, yeah, Jessica, I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I think I, Jessica I just, and I are the same in the sense like, oh, crap, this is going to ruin everything. <laughs> well, and she used to be like that a lot more, but now she's just kind of like whatever. But it's kind of like I just took so many risks right away that kind of just was like, well, paid if off. we lose, I, we lose, I guess. That's true. <laughs> I also would have like at the beginning when we first started flipping, I would have done like buy our first flip, get the work done, sell it, then Didn't look move. for the next one. Yeah. Whereas but Brandon that gets is, a gap. Yeah, and and I would be scared of moving on to the next one without knowing where this one was landing. Yeah. I would kind of enjoy the gap. Brandon's because opposite. it's a sure thing. Like the yes. second I get working on one, I'm like, okay, where's the like next one? Like once something's because under you contract, close one, well, and obviously it's hard to now with the market. But like before, I was like, let's close one every month. Yeah, and that way you can kind of roll it. But yeah, it's just and the market does change. So and I think we'll we'll get back. I don't well. I don't think we'll get back to, honestly, I don't think we all want to get back. No, to it doesn't. I, I think it's fine to be listed for a couple months and I'm right. fine with that. It's just, you, you got to know that you're, before I could purchase a house, plan on it being, let's just say it was going to sell for 250 when I purchased it. And by the time I finished it, it's worth 280. You know what I mean? Like it was just crazy. So that was where it was like just a, 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 a market that you have to take advantage of right. if, for your business. And then obviously, you know, you're going to have those, those, um, you know, the lulls. The lulls. So last question um, for you guys is what is, and we'll ask each of you. So I'll start with Brandon, but what's the 
one tidbit of advice you would give somebody looking to buy their first investment property? First investment property. So are we talking flip or are we talking? It doesn't matter. Just something that's not going to be their primary living. So whether it's a flip or rental, what's something that you can give them? Oh man, there's a lot. Um, Can I'll give them a rental and then I'll give them a flip. Okay. Sounds good. So on your rental, find one. My, my rule of thumb is find one where you can have a return of a, I look at it as, you know, in a a normal price point of like two to 350,000. I want to have a minimum of like $500 net coming in. That's like the goal. For your rents, correct. Okay, because you're if you have a water heater go no, out, oh yeah, that's like you're you make no money for the year, right? So now obviously that's really challenging to find. That's right. a really hard thing to find. But that's like if you can kind of have that idea and then you can kind of work with it a little bit. That's like that's my like goal, right? And that's what we're doing, and that's where um, if we have any losses, it can kind of negate. If we have multiple properties, they're making yeah, they kind of make it up. You know what I mean? So that's that's my rule for rentals. Obviously, there's so many other things that are very vast with that. It becomes easier when you get more, though, correct? Like when you have more rentals, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, because like for now, like for example, we have uh, we we have a flip that um, couldn't sell for what I wanted to, so I we put her mom in there, right? And uh, she lives there now, and we are able to use our money from the other rentals to not have to pay for that essentially, right? So it's like. It works. Of, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, flips. So for your first flip, run your numbers 200 times <laughs> because you are going to be, if you think it's 30,000, it's going to be 50,000. Right. Like that's just mm-hmm. make sure you have your numbers and then add like 10 to 15% on top. hundred percent. If okay. you go into a flip thinking you're going to spend 20, you're going to spend 30 to 40. Gotcha. Unless you're a genie, and I've never and made you got lucky. do that, but <laughs> or you're cutting corners. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, don't cut corners because a lot when you get into these old houses, you see a lot of things that are you kind of just as a moral person you have to fix. Right. Like you're like, I can't leave that. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. So just things like that. Well, good. Just anything there? Yeah, my tip is going to be more broad. Okay. Um, I think every property is like. It's very circumstantial. I think that's why people are so scared to get into like investing and flipping is like, okay, so you listen to all these podcasts about (laughs) tips and tricks, what to do, but like, okay, how do I actually get started? So my tip would be to find a mentor that who is willing to kind of go through maybe one or two of the processes with you. Even if it's someone like online that you have to pay, or if it's someone who's really lovely and charismatic, like Brandon, (laughs) that would be my tip. I think that's a good. And I good think advice. that's how you're going to learn is just by doing it. Yeah. You might not make as much on the first property, but you at least know how to do it correctly. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really yeah. good tip. So, well, it's scary to buy. I mean, when you it's own really a house scary. already and then you're like, oh, am I going to own one? Like, that's scary. It's scary. So, oh, and you've also got to plan on if you are using a hard money lender, you've got to plan on having some reserves. Yeah. Like, you cannot be yeah. like, you know, because you're going to have to come up with, if you find a hard money lender, nine out of 10 times, you're still going to have to front their construction cost. Right. And you're going to have to come up with 20 to 30%, whatever a hard money lender requires. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of money involved that you need to make sure you're ready to spend. Mm-hmm. And yep. you're going to be okay. Don't overexert it. And I will add, so the hard money would be someone that is buying just a sole in, like a investment property. There are loan types. Um, FHA's got a, you can get a fourplex, up to a fourplex. Correct. Live in one. Amazing. Uh, it is. It's a great It's property. a really great, yeah. Conventional just came out with one that you can do the same 
Um, it takes a specific buyer for those, I think. Yeah. Uh, just the, the math doesn't quite math as good as the FHA yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, I think, I think those are options. So even, even if it's, that's your first step, yes. it's something to get into it. Well, that's so, yeah, 100%. Because if you can get into that loan and it's what, 3% down on the FHA, mm -hmm. three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. So your FHA, you can go buy it minimum because uh, it's up to four, right? Four units. So yeah. you could buy a duplex, triplex, whatever. And hopefully there's some. So equity that you can put into that and right. then you go to either a refinance that or sell that right that's a that's a great way to well, get your first lump sum of cash well I, and, um, off a three and a half percent and then and then yeah you turn it you keep on turning it. yeah that's exactly right I, I was listening to another podcast and he was talking about even if it doesn't turn into a full investment wheel like what we're talking about for you guys yeah this guy bought a, a house um, I think it was like four hundred fifty thousand dollars his mortgage that he has to pay portion wise because he's got renters is six hundred and fifty dollars you don't find a mortgage payment for 600 right not in 2023 no, no and that's like yeah so we bought our first house and we bought it in 2016 15, yeah. 15 we bought and it for 112 and we were like can i swear <laughs> we were oh, sorry. we were crapping bricks <laughs> and the mortgage was like a seven seven hundred so, we were like yeah. oh my god so we sold that and that was another i mean we, that's a great your first house i tell everyone i'm like buy your first house because right. that's a first you're you you're gonna if you can stay there for a couple of years you're gonna have it's cash a bank account for it the next one yeah up. and what we did with that one was we rented out the basement we nice. made a, we made a little kitchen and rented it out we paid like two hundred bucks for our mortgage oh and I, you know what else I tell so this is what I tell everyone um, with all of our properties that we have I'm like they're fake savings accounts they are because I have I know what my money's into it and then you, you have this, this guesstimate yeah. of equity right. So it's like, okay, cool. If I all of a sudden have a tax bill come up, I can dump one of these properties if right. I need to. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, you don't have to have a million dollars in the bank. Like, right. like, you know what I mean? You can have that money just to disperse. It's still an asset. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, it might take three months to get it now instead of one, <laughs> but that's fine <laughs> to sell it. So to close out, um, let everybody know where they can find you guys um, via social media um, or contact you, however you want them to reach out to you if they're looking into buying an investment and use you as a realtor um, and then just follow you guys on, on social media. So. Okay, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook and a little bit on TikTok. Nice. Um, Instagram is at Idaho Real Estate and uh, I've like we were kind of talking earlier. I have another account. Yeah. Hey, Pokey. And that's just kind of what's going on, but it gives that's, you face. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you can reach us on either account, and I have our contact info on each of our nice. headlines too. If you want to text us, awesome. yeah. or call us, Brandon prefers that you text. Oh, yeah, Brandon likes to text. Don't, don't call me. I like <laughs> to text too. Though. He's on his phone all day. I'm bad about calling because I like to talk to realtors and my referral partners while I'm driving, and it's not easy to text while you drive. No, that's fine. That's true. But like when I'm like like yeah. I, like the other day, I about broke my phone because it was eight o'clock. <laughs> and I had like call, six call, call, calls. Call. <laughs> and I was like, not eight, eight, eight a.m. Oh and I was like, gosh. I'm not doing this. No, I'm I'm off. <laughs> so. no, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on. Um, I personally uh, do value guys what you what you guys are give to our community so it's very much appreciated on my end and i hope our listeners will do the same so thank you for what you do thank you for coming on and listen up guys so if you want to follow me uh, join the podcast subscribe to the mortgage the mortgage brew podcast so it'll start well it, well when you hear this it would have already started but we're running live in, on january 1st so looking looking forward to having a good year thank you guys yeah thank you thank you appreciate it